Uh, hi, uh, Denzians of the Multiverse. This is the Board Librarians Podcast. Um, my name is Simon, and this is my co-host. I'm Adam. Yep. Um, and we're a couple of librarians now recently furloughed in the city of Detroit, um, talking about books and stuff you can still access for free with your library card, even though our buildings are closed. Um... So this week is different. We had a different podcast prepped um, about a very funny little comic that we'll talk about probably tomorrow. We might get two pods this week. Um, yep. Yeah, but Duff is crazy right now. Uh, and I... We, hmm, it's difficult because Adam and I are both white guys. Yeah. Um, and I'm not from Detroit. But... Obviously, Black Lives Matter. Um, oh, very much so. <laughs> yeah. And silence equals consent. Um, we're not, uh, well, in terms of racism, not in terms of, like, yeah, yeah. Th- that's um, a different other can of worms. Yeah. But white silence equals white consent in terms of racism and policing and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so today we are going to do like a rapid fire list of stuff that white people should read, stuff that we hope is helpful to our um, black brothers and sisters. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, th- this this one's going to be kind of a serious one. Is this a... Yeah, uh, short, serious emergency pod. Um, so, okay. These are all available on Hoopla, which is a free service for City of Detroit residents. You get 25 checkouts a month on your library card. Um, read the books on your phone, your tablet, your computer. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna start rattling stuff off. Um... (laughs) So the first book we're going to talk about is The New Jim Crow, written by Michelle Alexander. Uh, Mass incarceration in the age of colorblindness. This is required reading if you want to start working on anti-racism. And also, it is in two languages on Hoopla. You can get it in English or Spanish, which is cool. Um, Cool feature for Hoopla. There's multilingual books on there. Yep. Um, so yep, Mass Inc- uh, New Jim Crow, Michelle Alexander, audiobook, regular book, in Spanish or English. Get on that. Um, next one I'm going to talk about is Raising White Kids, Bringing Up Children in a Racially Unjust America by Jennifer Harvey. It is a book meant for uh, white parents on how to essentially start dismantling white supremacy within your own family unit and how to raise kids who are conscientious and anti-racist themselves. Yeah. This, um, is, this is this is very important because a lot of parents don't necessarily pay attention to what the kids look at online, and that's kind yeah. of what has helped given a lot of rise where people will... Big thing is people will go in thinking, oh, this is the group, it makes me feel welcome. Oh, the like... the because there's this belief that yep. the, there's this belief that that gets instilled it's like it's not my fault that the world isn't good to me it's that everybody else is taking things away when it's like no mm. no yeah I mean, no, they're, I, they're, here's, 
here's the fact. I'm I'm like like Simon said. I'm white guys. I have I. As far as I'm concerned, that means genetic lottery for like for me in terms of. It's not that it's it's not that I'm necessarily guaranteed to succeed more than somebody. It's that I don't have things like being white means I don't have anything holding me back as it was. Yeah. I mean, if we're if we're talking like the game of life, we're starting uh, a couple of squares ahead of where everyone else starts <laughs> as exactly. white guys. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and honestly, kids as young as five start picking up the implicit biases of their parents. So it is something that parents need to be conscientious of and <laughs> work on themselves. Um, Absolutely. Okay. So next one. Um, this is a book called Me and White Supremacy by Layla Saad. It is uh, Combat Racism, Change the World. It started off as an Instagram hashtag of um, essentially white women recognizing how they benefit from white supremacy. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's the book takes um, a deeper and more historical and cultural context kind of look at the different ways that white supremacy permeates almost our entire lives in um, in American culture. And awareness leads to action, action leads to change. That's what that book's about. Mm-hmm. Uh, yup. Okay, next one. <laughs> um, Freedom is a Constant Struggle, Ferguson, Palestine, and the Foundations of a Movement uh, by Angela Davis, forward by Cornel West, um, this one is a remarkably short book for the amount of serious topics that it covers. It's a collection of essays, interviews, and speeches from renowned activists um, examining everything from Black Lives Matter to prison abolition and more. Again, this is, these are just like found, like basic foundational texts for you know white people to read to realize how realize. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for, Adam? Sorry. I realize how, like, the concept of uh, privilege and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. This next one, this next one might be a little bit controversial, but uh, it's Who Do You Serve? Who Do You Protect? Um, by Maya Shenoir. I am probably pronouncing her name very incorrectly. Um, but it's about police violence and resistance in the United States, essentially asking, just like the title says, who do the who do the police serve? Who do they protect? And yeah, it's mm, it's reports, essays. Uh, it's put out by Haymarket Books, which is a really cool publishing house. Um, which I guess at this point, it's a good time to mention that you can also sort on Hoopla if you find especially a nonfiction book that you like, you can click on the publisher and see everything that that publisher has put out that's available on Hoopla. That's a very handy feature, mm-hmm. especially if you are going in to do the work of just reading and understanding the different ways that racism and biases and privilege play out. It's a good way to find other books on similar topics. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. And um, another thing, like if you're like on the website and stuff, like as we go through them, I'm clicking. You might hear a click, click, click. I'm, I'm not editing that out. They, they, that's my. Oh, yeah. You, you might hear me clicking. I, <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure I'm not um, forgetting any author names or anything. So I've literally just got all these books pulled up in a pile of tabs and I'm going through and reading them out. Exactly, um, but um, a thing to look at. There's always a thing at the bottom of the thing that says "see more," and like for things like that, it'll uh-huh. give you a, it'll give you like a topic and stuff. Something we could have gone over one in some of our other things, but it's important here. Like for this one, it says political science, law enforcement, political science, civil rights, political science, security, national and international, and political science, human rights. Yes. So if you click on yeah. those, those will also take you to subjects that are similar in many. I w- it's no, like no, no. a car it's like it's similar to having um like your catalog on your computer like the like the library catalog yeah i will say that some of the books under those tags aren't good <laughs> no not um, um, i mean we we can't yeah we can't we can't go through and can't, engage them all can't um, censor people yeah no. <laughs> No, I mean, uh, which is I, why I which is it. why I mentioned the publisher bit too. You can click on individual publishers and see all the books that they put out that are on there. It's again, for functions like a library catalog would. Mm-hmm. Same thing. You can click on an on an, uh, the author's name like right up here. You can buy, yes. uh, click on Maya Shenwar and it'll take you to more of her books. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, and then. Um, Another one I wanted to mention, because it doesn't come up that often, is how much the struggle for civil rights is also tied to economic struggles. Um, Like, essentially, uh, yeah, intersectionality is a fun fun topic. Um, But the next book, it's uh, Civil Rights Unionism, Tobacco Workers and the Struggle for Democracy in the Mid-20th Century South. And it's about like a forgotten interracial union um, organization effort, uh, Food, Tobacco, and Agricultural Allied Workers of America. Uh, they they essentially confronted a system of racial capitalism that co-signed or consigned African Americans to the basis jobs in the industry, perpetuated low workers for all Southerners, and shored up white supremacy. Um, African-Americans took the lead in a, compa- in a campaign that showed a strong labor movement and the reenfranchisement of the Southern poor um, as keys to reforming the South. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, this one's a long one, and this one's kind of dense. This one is honestly a textbook, but um, it is, again, an, an interesting forgotten story in the civil rights struggle. Um, cool. It's also Next important one. to note. It's also important to note that uh, these things, um, this, this, what's happening right now, is also showing that even though these books are like I was in high school when this book was was written, um, these books uh-huh. are just as important now as they were then. <laughs> yep, unfortunately, still forever relevant. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Next one um, is Emergent Strategy by Adrian Brown. This one's put out by AK Press. That's another one that that one's a good one to click on the publisher and just go through their entire catalog. They put out a lot of really good stuff. Um, Emergent strategy, shaping change, changing worlds. It's about self-transformation and social transformation and how they are very linked. And you can't have one without the other. And, you know, white people, we have got to do the work. Like, white supremacy is not going to get dismantled 
without us doing a lot of hard self-reflecting. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and emergent strategy is essentially like, it's almost like a workshop book with practical tools and stuff that you can do. Um, woo. Okay. Next one. Oh, I guess I should have brought this up. Um, after, uh, after the civil rights unionism, sorry, my tabs got mixed up, but there's another book from AK press called Dixie be damned that came out in 2015. Uh, 300 Years of Insurrection in the American South. It is a, it's essentially a collection of forgotten or not very well publicized stories of resistance, change, working class history um, of Southern, like Southern, Southern black movements, basically. Um, it, it, it's cool. It's everything from, um, uh, let me see, hang on. In 1891, when coal companies in eastern Tennessee brought in cheap convict labor to take over their jobs, workers responded by storming the stockades, freeing the prisoners, and loading them onto freight trains. Over the next year, tactics escalated to include burning company property and looting company stores. This was one of the largest insurrections in U.S. working class history. Um, it happened at the same time as the widely publicized Northern Labor War in Homestead, Pennsylvania, but it was largely ignored. Um, yep, it's a it's a cool story. Um, and again, it's important to know our history. Uh, and okay, yes, Americans kind of take our history for granted, right? And quite frankly, um, especially labor movements and civil rights movements are often brushed aside in most history classes. Um, They're also much often in... sugarcoated. Yeah. That too. <laughs> like, um, like a lot of people will sit there and be like, oh, people were really happy when, when Martin Luther King took to the streets and everything. And they're like, no. No, at the time nope, they weren't. They, 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 nope. He was, he was <laughs> voted the most hated man in America at the time. And anyone yep. who says otherwise seems to forget how the st that story ended. Yeah. And how often so many of those protests ended in the same way the, that the protests are ending today with a lot of police violence on peaceful protesters. Um, yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, next one um, is Angels with Dirty Faces. I am not going to pronounce this person's name correctly at all. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Walda Imarisha? Walida Imarisha? That sounds vaguely... Uh, Walida Imarisha? Yeah, that... To Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's a story about three lives. Um, it's a nonfiction, vaguely fictional, creative nonfiction account. Um, uh, yeah. She, the author, brings us behind prison walls to visit her incarcerated brother and his fellow inmate, a member of an Irish gang. Um, together they explore questions of how, like, people can do unimaginable damage to one another, and then what? What do we as a society do? What does redemption look like? What is 
the purpose of prisons? How can we move away from an imprisonment model? Because as Angela Davis, at least I'm pretty sure it was Angela Davis, said um, prisons don't disappear crime or society's problems. They disappear people. Um, that's a good one. Uh, okay. Moving away. Uh, because it's also Pride Month. Um, and Pride was, do not forget, started by black trans women as a riot against police brutality. Um, yep. yep. Uh, another book to talk about is I Must Resist, Bayard Rustin's Life and Letters. Um, Bayard Rustin is one of the organizers of the 1963 March on Washington. He, he is also gay, <laughs> was gay. Um, yep. And this is literally just a collection of his letters through his time in the civil rights movement. Um, it's, it's wonderful and inspiring. Um, and then also, uh, just a book came out in 2019, uh, the Stonewall riots by Gail E. Pittman. Um, this, it's literally just a collection of interviews and artifacts of people who were on the ground during the Stonewall riots, um, which are now 51, 51 years ago this month, actually. Um, yeah. yep. Stuff hasn't changed. Well, okay. And that's also the reason why Pride Month. Yep. That, yeah, no, Pride... June is Pride Month because the Stonewall riots happened in June. That That is why. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then just to let everyone know that there are movies available on Hoopla also. There is an incredible movie um, put out by Magnolia Pictures in 2017. It's called I Am Not Your Negro. Uh, it is directed by Raoul Peck um, based on james baldwin's last unfinished book it's it's phenomenal um it imagines what that book would have been it contextualizes it with black lives matter and the questions of black representation in hollywood and examines the lives and assassinations of medgar evers malcolm x martin luther king jr it is it's a great movie um and it's available for free on hoopla yay and uh, it's not going to take much out of your life to sit down and then do it. I think just watch can, a movie. Yeah, people can take an hour. And, <laughs> the literal least you can do. <laughs> yeah, an hour and a half. Yep. Um, and then something that's not talked about nearly enough is how much this trauma of living in a profoundly racist society um, affects african-americans other people of color it's yeah there's been a lot of calls in psychiatry in the last couple of years to get more um black and indigenous people of color in the profession because again as white people we can we can we can empathize but we can never fully understand and there is, there are a couple of books on Hoopla. Um, the one that I that I've heard of before is My Grandmother's Hands by Resma Manikem. It's uh, racialized trauma and the pathway to mending our hearts and bodies. Um, and it's a book that takes you through how 
just how living in America affects you as, and how you can start to heal from it, even if the rest of society isn't with you on that. Um, it's it's a great book. I hope it helps. Um, yeah. And then, I guess just two more books to throw out there um, that aren't necessarily centered on Black Lives Matter issues, but are would be helpful for contextualizing what is happening with our federal government right now. There's a book that came out in 2007 called The Shock Doctrine, The Rise of Disaster Capitalism by Naomi Klein. Um, uh, 2007, I was a senior in high school and I read this book and it changed my life. Um, it basically makes a through line between like every major political uprising, natural disaster, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and how different corporations and governments move to consolidate power after that happens because people are in too much shock to really be paying attention. Um, it's a it's a fascinating book. Uh, the book itself isn't on Hoopla, but it is on there as an audiobook. Yep. So the unabridged audio thoroughly book. recommend. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, just a note read by uh, Jennifer Wiltsey. I have oh. I have no idea who that is. Let's see. <laughs> and um, there's also uh, a very another important book that I read as a senior in high school that completely changed my life. Um, was Lies My Teacher Told Me by James Lowen. It's especially for white people, it is a book entirely about, again, all those different aspects of uh, civil rights movement, indigenous movements, uh, everything that's essentially happened in this country that is not in our high school history textbooks. And he also goes into why it's not in our high school history textbooks. It is fascinating um, and very informative. So... That is my pile of list. I think that's like fifteen. Yep, fifteen titles. <laughs> yeah, Simon. Simon kind of led this one. It was pretty last minute where he's like, "We need to, we need to talk about this." And I was like, "No, you're right. You're absolutely right." Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like someone I know is got arrested last night and is currently still being held without bail. It's uh, it's gross. Wanted to talk about it. Um, and I guess also on that note, the Detroit Justice Center, um, is bailing people out who've been arrested, um, for protesting or if they get a ticket for violating curfew. Um, it is literally just, hang on a minute. I, um, they have a very easy website. Yeah. It's just DetroitJustice.org. Um, they're running like a, a rotating bail fund. Uh, with the bail project. Mm -hmm. So there's an online form and there's a couple of phone numbers you can call too. But I'm assuming if you're listening to our podcast, you have access to the internet. So you can just go to their website, DetroitJustice.org. Yep. Um, um, yeah, yep. This, 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 <laughs> this is striking a bit close because uh, I'm not actually at my uh, at my uh, apartment that I'm at while I'm in school. I'm actually with my folks right now. But uh, videos and stuff was like, I'm like, oh, 
Oh, I live right there. Oh. Yep, they, yep. And it's, it's especially gross that they're firing tear gas at a time when there is a pandemic based on a respiratory infection. Mm. So it yeah. is extra dangerous. And again, it's just a confluence of, like, you've got the systemic racism that contributes to um, higher mortality rates. And also you've got cops doing tear gas and ripping masks off. It's just, it's bad, um, which is an understatement. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's kind of what we got today. Please um, continue to support your local library. And oh, um, another thing to note, if you go to DetroitPublicLibrary.org, um, uh, we just released our 2020 African American book list. What a time to put that out! Um, yep. Uh, yep. But there's even more books, titles, um, essays. Yeah, and that's on DetroitPublicLibrary.org. So, um, yeah, that's that's your pod for today. Um, Bit of a short stay one. Stay safe out there. Yeah, yep. yeah, and we, I mean, we just, the, we, we just felt we needed to get it out there. Um, it's a yeah important, especially at a time like this. We're gonna try to push this one to the top of the queue because those of you listening in, yeah. and some of them might realize, hey, they're talking about stuff that happened a few weeks ago, and it's like that's because the release to the record to release is a little bit different. Yeah, uh, I gotta send it through our marketing department and stuff. So. Um... And I'm not really going to do a temperature check this or on this pod because the temperature is on fire, quite yeah. frankly. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do, um, we'll, we, we might do that. We might do that uh, if uh, the other one come the other pod. Uh, yeah, we do that this week. So um, later so this week. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, uh, um, I will. I will also mention though, um, if you need some very political goes hard hip-hop um run the jewels four just dropped early on youtube for free um that's what i've been listening to all day <laughs> i haven't actually but, had um, a chance to um i'm probably gonna do that uh, later on uh when i get done with uh checking the recording and everything on this <laughs> yeah um and yeah everybody everybody stay safe out there um wear your masks remember that maylocks um is good on pepper spray and be safe. yeah the important thing be, be safe. safe if you're gonna if you're gonna be out there protesting be safe don't like, be peaceful be safe and well um, yeah well, I, i'm not i'm not gonna tell people how they're gonna mourn or protest well, or whatever they need to do but <laughs> yeah be I, safe <laughs> be safe is the important one yeah um all right bye bye everybody <laughs>